Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Thanks for being a part of the Season of Sons. This podcast series we are launching out over the month of December based upon Isaiah 9-6 that says, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Jesus came as a baby, but he did not remain as a baby. He grew in wisdom and stature and became the son who did not withhold anything from the Father. You see, babies can't do much, but sons can change the world. Step into this series with me over the month of December, and I hope that you will choose to become a maturing son to the Father. If ever the world needs to see sons who know their Father and love Him, it is now. So let's jump in together. Thanks so much for being a part of this series. Hey, everybody. I am so glad that we are together for this last podcast episode of 2020. We are finishing out with the series, The Season of Sons. I was able to surprise you guys last week by being able to share with you a conversation I had with Pastor Colby Hill of the Remnant Church in LaGrange, Texas. And it was so good because we've got to be able to take what we share, what we teach, what we preach, what we mentor, and there need to be living witnesses that can be seen and heard from so that we know that what it is that God has given for us to receive and to participate in, it is all real. Now, it's real because the Bible says that it's real. But my friends, if we do not have living witnesses, if I nor Pastor Colby or you cannot be those who are actually the message We are actually the sons who are emerging and showing up and manifesting in this season. Then, my friends, what is all of this about? So I was so glad to be able to share with you guys, my friend, Colby Hill. If you haven't listened to that episode, I hope you'll go back, check it out, The Season of Sons, Part 3. And this is now here, and now is Part 4. And because it is Christmas Day when this fresh episode is dropping, so I don't know when you'll be listening to it, but I know that it may be a little while before you catch it because you may be doing other things since it's Christmas Day, but you may decide in the quiet of when everything is over that this might be the exact time that you're listening to it. And I want to be able to say to you uh, that it is the season of sons And it is the season for maturing sons. We've talked on here about the nepios, about the babe. We have talked about the technon and the padion. And today I'll just briefly touch on the neoniscus and the weos. But our, our flagship scripture in this is, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. We must understand that though Jesus was born as a baby, he was not meant to remain a baby. And he came that he might pass through every phase, everything as our substitute, as our representative, as 
as the one who would take on our condition. Why? So that we could take on his condition of righteousness, that we could be like him, that he could be the first of many brethren. We cannot lose sight of this as 2020 closes out, as we step into a new era. There's no magic that's going to drop on January 1st, my friends. Are you in the process of growing up? We cannot put this off. We cannot make this just a New Year's resolution. As a matter of fact, I would say to you, stop and quit determining to do better and decide this is now the time to continue to mature as a son and just stay with him. We've got to be on God's calendar, not just man's calendar that seasons just repeat and repeat and repeat. No, we are progressing into a deeper maturing of uh, who we are in him, who we are to him. It is about him. And I'm praying today that he is getting what he wants and he wants you. He wants a son who is maturing. He is not looking for perfection, my friends. He already made you perfect as he is perfect. Now let the perfection of Christ in you develop and let us uh, be pressing forward uh, with him in that which he's already provided, that which he already desires for us and with us. And so this this, um, Neoniscus stage uh, is the, the continuing maturing of young men. So that, say, the young adult, the one who has passed through uh, the infant stages, the toddler stage, has come under some development and can take instruction and can take correction to fit them for every good work. Um, They may have come through some teenage immaturity, because how many of you know that we, we get overly impressed with ourselves sometimes as we are growing up, and then we have to have a season where we get over the childishness that tries to revisit us in our teenage years because we start thinking we know more than others and we become overly impressed with gifting. And then there's that fabulous time of failure of our good and of our gifting so that we once again realize new and fresh in deep humility, we need to progress on. We have not reached (laughs) the final places. We need to press on with him. So, you know, the Neoniscus is somewhat the stage of the overcomer. We've been tested in that time. We've displayed some strength. We have represented the word of God. And and though we are no longer just a babe and we're no longer a toddler or a young child, we've come into a place maybe of overcoming the evil one. And we may have even been refined through, through certain seasons of suffering. But my friends, we still press on to the weos. This is the son who may be sent out as the full and complete representation of the father. This is the one who does not flinch in the face of death or rejection. You see, this is why we must be bonded so deeply to the father in maturing oneness, that we would count it as did our brethren before us counting it as a privilege to be uh, one who can suffer with him and not just live in the resurrection of his power, 
and get even drunk upon that power, but that we continue on and we want now to fellowship in his sufferings. You see, this is why we must be delivered from our rejections so that we can enter into his rejections and count it a privilege. Because if you're going to live like him, if you're going to live as a mature son, as a weos in the full representation of the father, my friends, the world is not going to embrace you. But you will want ever more to uh, go to them and be a sent one. Uh, You won't be trying to be cool and relevant so that the world is impressed with you. You will gladly bear the marks of their rejection, but you will be ever compelled to continue to be sent out to them because that's what the Father desires. So we have to press forward into the weos, into the fully mature son, one who is a complete representation of the Father. You know, this is where Jesus said uh, in John 14, verses 9 and 10, He said, have I been with you so long that don't you know if you've seen me, you have seen the Father? Will this become a part of your heart cry in 2021, stepping into a new era, into a whole new, I don't even know what to call it. It's just, it's God moving. And we are moving with him and we are going with him into the places his heart has always longed to go. So will that be the banner over us? If you've seen us, you've seen our Father. Not just, oh, do you see me? See how special I am? No. We leave those uh, childish things behind. I know they were a part of us coming into our own and knowing that we were blessed and highly favored, but my friends, mature on. Let us continue on. Jesus was not in a self-grandiosity. He was not there trying to just have his own, you know, self-realization. He was there that the Father might have everything that the Father desired. And the Father desired you and me. He desired a fast family of sons who, though born again as babes in Christ, they would continue on into the full maturing of Christ. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. This is why the fivefold ministry giftings of apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist have to be broken by the power of the cross themselves so that they will finally serve to the maturing of the body of Christ, serve to the maturing of the sons. Let us begin to be the very stepping stones. If there are any other fivefold ministry giftings that are listening, that you understand your gifting is not for you. It is for the multiplied hundreds and thousands and millions of sons that are still out there in the shallow waters of Christianity. And we would be mature sons, I pray, that the Father can send us out And we do not take notice of ourselves, but we take truly, if I could say it this way, that our honor is the success, (laughs) is the success of sons because they are now coming into their oneness with the Father. Is this what we long for? 
is this what we desire to be true Ephesians 4 fivefold ministry gifts? Finally, that all are broken by the cross, that all understand what the Father is after, and we long for Him to receive what He desires in us personally and through us to the corporate Son that is about to step forward. This is what we want, to be the complete and full representation of the Father. We, our sons, carry a measure of the house of God when they are sent out. They establish standards of righteousness by the representation they bring of the Father. These will be the fully mature Christ-like sons. You see, that means we have had to bow to the standards of His righteousness, fully knowing that in Christ that we can live in that standard of righteousness because Christ has done it himself and imparted his life to us. Now, if that life through real, true, true uh, discipleship can begin to mature, that we will stop church as entertainment, stop church as something that we do on man's calendar, stop trying to be just seeker sensitive. Of course, people are seeking, but Are we feeding them the true sensitivity to the Father? Because seekers, I believe, are ready to be sensitive to the Father and why they were created and and why they have been born again. And so I am putting my heart and labors towards um, the building of the church that Jesus has longed for. That would be the body that is the full representation of him as the sun. And a corporate sun would begin to emerge in all of its manifold wisdom and manifold uh, characteristics and and the full-blown desire of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because this hour of history cries out for what the Father has always wanted. History doesn't even realize what it's crying out for, but it says that the the creation is groaning for the full disclosure of the sons of the living God. So I want to close out today's episode and and, uh, close out this series by by reminding you of the deep uh, quotes of A.W. Tozer, of sons who have gone before us. You know, I'm determined to have these quotes made into signs to go over my laundry, in my laundry room, over my washer and dryer. What other mundane uh, chores could I be doing but in my laundry room, doing the laundry of my family, hanging up things so they don't shrink and spraying shout on them to get out the stains and folding and making beds after hot sheets come out of the dryer, Right. I am going to put these quotes over that washer and dryer, that as I do the ordinary drudgery of every day, that I remember that this is what the Father is after. It is not just while we are on platforms or on jet planes going around the world or or doing what we have um, thought was ministry. No, this is ministry in the private places of our life in the mundane, in the ordinary drudgery of every day, is God enough?
And do we burn for what he desires? This is the season of these kinds of sons. In his book, The Pursuit of God, A.W. Tozer says, In our desire after God, let us keep always in mind that God also has desire, and his desire is toward the sons of men, and more particularly towards those sons of men who will make the once-for-all decision to exalt him over all. Such as these are precious to God above all treasures of earth or sea. In them, in these sons, God finds a theater where he can display his exceeding kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. Wait for it, my friends, and listen carefully. With them, these sons, God can walk unhindered. Toward them, he can act like the God he is. Wow. Wow. My friends, there is about to be movement And it is God himself moving and acting like the God he is. It is God himself who will be able to walk unhindered inside of mature, we us, sons, who will be able to say, if you have seen me, you have seen my father. That with the voice of Jesus resounding within us, with his life pulsating inside of our spirit, developing, developing, maturing, maturing, into the full we us, God will have that which God desires. And the world, according to John 17, and the prayer of Jesus as he goes to the cross, let the power of the cross resonate inside of you. If you're sitting in a quiet room right now and your Christmas tree lights are sparkling and all of your family is in bed, if you're riding down the road and it's February 2021, wherever you are, whatever situation you're in, I pray that this prayer, this podcast, that it reaches through and it grips you and you realize I was made for him. Let me get on with maturing. Let me go from phase to phase. Let me meet all my developmental markers, Father. Harness, lasso every situation right now, no matter how joyous, no matter how grievous, and make it serve to the development of the life of the Son that you are privileged to share in. Oh, do not settle for anything less than what delights the Father's heart, that which He secured before the foundations of the world when he made you, when he chose you out in Christ for himself as maturing sons. And in John 17, when the son prayed and said, Father, I pray that they will be one with you just like I am one with you so that the world will know that I am the one that you have sent. This is what I declare as we pass from one year into the next, from one era into the next. Let everything behind us fall, that what the Father desires will rise up within us, and we will step forward into whatever the circumstances may be. Do not be an optimist, a pessimist, a fatalist. My friends, be an eternalist. Get up with your Father. Get up into the table with him. Take your seat. Cathizo in your authority. Begin to live as a son that has fed the food of the father. 
begin to say, I will rule with him and I will see with him and I will speak as he speaks. I will live as he lives. I will love the way that he loves without watering down his word, without casting off the restraints. I will get inside the harness that he has put upon me. I will let my father limit me so that I can step into the unlimited life that he has for he and I together. You see, my friends, Jesus allowed the Father to limit him. He said, I only do what my Father is doing. I only say what he is saying. You see, then he lived his big life where all limits were off. But you have to first let him limit you, dear maturing son. Whether you be male or female, no matter your gifting, no matter what, no matter what you have lived through, my friends, today I encourage you. Let it be perpetually the season of maturing sons. Give yourself to him without reserve, without retreat, and therefore you will have no regret. Let us come out from underneath our own care and stop suffering under our own care and living in that traumatized state of independence. And let us move into the deep trust and dependency upon the Father, because that is how we were meant to live, not just in troubled times, but in every second of every day. Lean in to Him and learn. Lean in to Him and delight His heart. He is my heart and my focus. He is my desire. You see, the other A.W. Tozer quote is that every man must choose his world. And I say to you, every son must choose his world in this moment, and I pray that you choose the world of your Father, brought to you by the very finished work of the Son on the cross, and is now put into you and raised up in you by the Holy Spirit. Oh, the Godhead is magnificent. Let them have you fully and move into the days, the weeks, the months, the years ahead with much fruit and much production because we are the answer to Jesus's prayer that we would live one with the Father just like he did. And we will have a vast family of sons. There will be a house that Jesus is building and the resonating mantra over it will be, if you have seen us, you have seen the Father. Oh, it is going to happen. I pray now it happens in you. So. I thank you so much for being on here with me, and I look forward to the new era with him that we are stepping into. I love you all. Thank you for all that you have done to listen in on Tent Talk in 2020. I thank God for 2020 as we step in to the new era with him. I love you all. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.